ready. Yeah. Now we have something serious. Oh, we, we are jumping business. right in down to there, business. What is a transition? I've literally never heard of it. <laughs> anyway, we have something serious, deeply uh, troubling that we have to talk to you about. Yeah, we wanted to bring it to all of your attention. Yeah, we wanted you all to know. Um, Just kidding. It's a birthday. <laughs> Hi, Claire. Happy birthday. Hi, Claire. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, your very sweet and adorable boyfriend mentioned to us that yeah. it would be fun if we could say happy birthday to you. And we thought and that was a great idea because we would anyway. love to say happy birthday to you. Um, Actually, I'd like to say it in song. Uh, Grace, would no, you care to join me? I would not. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Happy birthday! I said I would not be joining. You. Happy birthday! Feel free to quit at any time. You. you can tap out. It's fine. I'm committed. Happy birthday, dear Claire B. Uh huh. Happy Wrap it up. birthday to you. Very nice. Whistle tone. Thank Very you. Very nice. Um, happy Claire, birthday, Claire. Happy birthday. I really cherish our parasocial relationship and hope to turn it into <laughs> a real one someday. Yeah. Me as well. Yeah. Anyway, hope okay. to see you next time you're in Seattle. Moving on. Guess who's back? Another devastating news. Oh. <laughs> Guess who's back? Happy birthday, Claire. <laughs> It's Anders. It's Anders. Oh my god, guys, I have really exciting news. So, Liv already knows the first piece of exciting news, which is this episode marks our 75th oh, episode yeah. of the podcast, which is kind of insane. But Anders... Claire, fuck your birthday, that's more important. <laughs> Anders, this is your 10th episode occurrence on the oh podcast. You are officially double digits. That's so exciting. Wow. Claire, where's our song? We're going to be expecting it. <laughs> So I just wanted oh, to bring that y'all. lovely piece of news to everybody. So exciting. <laughs> exciting. Um, but Thanks for sticking with it. We know each and every one of you have listened to every single episode. Every single episode. And have gotten other people to join. Absolutely. And the ones with Anders twice. Everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone's doubling up. I've um, personally been on a promotional campaign for both this podcast and the J-Lo and Owen Wilson rom-com Marry Me. <laughs> Walk <laughs> Don't run to theaters. <laughs> You want to see a real love how, story? Marry me. How rude is it that I was, I don't know much about it, but I was 100% confident it was straight to streaming. Like, I did not Well, it's also that. available on Peacock. So if you're like me and you've paid your $5 to watch the Beijing Olympics, you can also watch Marry Me on Peacock with commercial breaks. This is way too Have I gone back and watched a specific scene? Yes. <laughs> did I have to watch a 145 second commercial break? Also, yes. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah, I, d- I don't have Peacock Premium Plus. I oh. only have Peacock Premium, okay. so I, I still have to watch <laughs> So maybe ads. we should run, don't walk to the theaters to avoid that. But it only made $8 million in theaters. People, we need to pound the pavement. We need to get you into a Regal Cinemas. We have to be supporting rom-coms. <laughs> They're a dying genre. Okay, it's not my fault. They chose Owen Wilson as the lead. <laughs> Who killed rom-coms? Me not buying a ticket or that choice. <laughs> Okay, don't knock it until you've seen his performance. I would never. I I I would not knock. 
Owen Wilson. I would knock boots with Owen God Wilson. God damn it, Liv. <laughs> At one point, so a lot of the movie device they consistently use is people are live on Instagram. <laughs> like, multiple people are live on Instagram. And so you see, mm. there's this, and they show them on, the ca- on, like, the screen. And there's one, and you just see the comments coming in, and one of them goes, what's wrong with his nose? <laughs> like, about Owen Wilson's character. <laughs> The other greatest one you see one comment that goes, "Is this a dream?" And the next one, "No, it's a nightmare." He's <laughs> <laughs> just the random people in the Instagram lives. Not the Instagram I'm live device. Telling you this movie is commentary. It's <laughs> actual camp because it is earnest and also bad, but also so good. Malum is I there. Can't wait. He can't act, but he's so sexy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they- you I can keep going. I've really come in too hot with Mary Me. I just it came into my head and it was a transformative experience at the cinema. Well, this will be a, a relevant peel off of that, which is um, watch the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. commercials for Mary Me played. There was like a whole other commercial with Jennifer Lopez. Or maybe it was just Jennifer Lopez talking about Mary Me and then the trailer played. Can't remember. But um, I watched it with... Um, Ellie's boyfriend Ryan and I think mm-hmm. he really thought and I might have given him this impression that the mm-hmm. Super Bowl would be like him explaining football to me but as it turns out I don't really I don't care enough about football to even need it explained to me Absolutely. so it did mm-hmm. mostly turn into me explaining to him which celebrities were in the commercials <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's Anna Kendrick with Barbie. Yes. Oh, I did actually have to do that. I did do that one. Um, but uh, but the this is not, unfortunately, uh, a quote by him. This is unfortunately, and she is being exposed, a quote by Ellie. Um, so Jennifer Lopez pops up to promote either something or marry me. And Ellie goes, who's that? <gasps> to Jennifer Lopez. Betrayal. Also oh to my her God. character in Mary Me, Cat Valdez. <laughs> Absolutely. Who's just as famous. Okay, I, like- I watched a TikTok about why Mary Me flopped, and they the answer that they gave... Did it. <laughs> the answer that they gave was people were tired of J-Lo. And I was like... Uh, of all the reasons Mary Me flopped, that <laughs> was not, not that it. one. That was <laughs> not the answer. Not... Incredible. Blame Sarah Silverman before you blame Jayla. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, the I, nerve. I just, it was it was truly absurd. I have anyway. to expose Ellie again because this one was like JLo <laughs> oh, was no. a lot to take, and then she yeah. really hit me. You know, they were like heavily promoting like Bel Air, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it is. I believe it's also available on Peacock. I believe you're correct. Yeah, NBC <laughs> was really like <laughs> Um, would get yourself to peacock.com. Get yourself to peacock.com. I will not. But, uh, so there was, like, they were playing trailers, but then there was that whole thing where, like, Will Smith was, like, singing the theme song, but then it was also, like, instruments and musicians from all over the world. So it was, like, a one-minute commercial with, like, the full theme song to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith cut in every couple of clips continuing to sing the theme song and at the end of it ellie goes mm. this is going to be really stupid if i get this wrong was that yeah. will smith <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah yeah it was. <laughs> oh god thank goodness tragic thank goodness. <laughs> 
lot. Who also has a supporting role in Mary Meet Jimmy Fallon by <laughs> himself. For Ooh. one, hilarious. For two, we have got to get off Mary Me. This is not a Mary Me podcast. Okay, do you not want to hear the iconic lyrics from the hit single Mary Me? Okay, you can tell us a few. Can I do a one reading? You can yes, do just please. One reading. I love your reading. And so you hear you hear this song multiple times. So not just blow the plot, but Cat Valdez and Bastian are going to get married at the end of their tour at Bastion? a live televised concert Absolutely. played by Maluma, the sexiest man alive. Okay. Oh, okay. And they're performing their hit single Mary Me. They show up, it goes wrong. They come back, they do a ballad version like two hours into the movie because this movie was two hours long. They didn't. It's, uh, it was an hour, two hours long. Um, <clears throat> but the bridge to get to the chorus goes, true love got a ring, ring, ring. Church bells let him ring, ring, ring. This queen needs a king, king, king. For life, for life, for life. Thank you for that. That was beautiful. <laughs> the chorus then goes, Marry me, marry me, say yes. Marry me, marry me, say yes. Marry me, marry me, say yes for the rest, the rest of your life. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like a bop. Don't yeah. mean more than that. So I had to sing if someone else got to sing. I was going to say, now there I has been on 100% more singing on this episode than Grace, any other so one. you know... You will be required to sing at some point. I, it sounds like it. I'm up. Yeah. I'm up. Um, here's the thing. One of my this I'm taking it back to Jimmy Fallon. One of my most favorite TikTok. It was only one TikTok that I saw, but TikTok celebrity rumors that I've seen is that he had an affair with Ariana Grande. <laughs> 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 anyway, besides. <laughs> Shailene and Aaron broke up. I know. (laughs) Because of in. Oh my gosh. Shailene and Aaron did break up. And I'm going to say I did not see that one coming. I thought they were going to last. Yeah. (laughs) I did. They're both so weird. (laughs) They are. Um, Anders, can you give us a Hannah Ann update? Oh my, so genius. This queen slayed the Super Bowl weekend like we have never seen before. It's true, she did. Honey, she was giving you game day snacks. And then she she said, I'm giving you a boyfriend reveal and my boyfriend's going to win the Super Bowl two days later. Damn. on the field celebrating with him. She's at the victory parade. She rigged the game. That diva played it perfectly with the the drop Mm. it was she stole the show yep (laughs) absolutely she's like oh you're going to the super bowl i'm dating around Uh absolutely did you see her boyfriend reveal where she tried to do the jump the bachelor jump onto him and then just let her legs flop (laughs) down to the ground (laughs) he did not know what to do he didn't know what to do and that was her letting him down. Like, <laughs> she did not bring the athleticism that was required. <laughs> so yeah, if you can hook in your any legs, kind of way. you don't need a participation. No. Yeah, like, absolutely not. And because that man is strong enough to lift her. He's a professional football yeah. player. Yeah. can lift him. And I'm also and like, girl, you do core. I know you said, do core. Okay, because I did, when we were when we were beginning to watch the Super Bowl, Ellie's boyfriend's like, Grace, do you have any questions? I said, which one is Hannah Ann's boyfriend? Can you point him out to me? <laughs> and he said, what? <laughs> but so then, My thing is I didn't know who he was. Like, right. Is he a good football so, player? So, so he, uh, he dramaturged for me. He looked him up. He found the name. He looked up his position. 
it meant something to him, nothing to me. But he was like, oh, like, I think he's, like, like, I think he's, like, medium good. I think he's, like, starting. But then we didn't see him play, so we were like, maybe he's a shit player. He was injured. He was injured, I think, before the Super Bowl, but I I think he must have played in the playoffs because that's the video Hannah Ann posted where she's, like, trying to jump on him is when they won the playoffs. So he didn't actually play, which is not ideal for Hannah Ann. But I think he would have played (laughs) were he not injured. Okay. Like, I don't think he's usually a bench warmer. I blame boyfriend for that one. Yeah. His name he is didn't Jake help her. Funk. Funk. Hmm. He has a very square head. <laughs> it's a very football player of Yeah, he it is, but player. it's more square than most I've seen. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do we want to do personal updates or what's yes. going on with people? Anders first. Anders, please. what's up? Um, I'm going to France in like six weeks, which is what? very exciting. Thrilling. To see the boys. That is so fun. Ooh. I got um, three weeks off of work, so shout out to my place of work. Fuck, Yay. That's awesome. <laughs> shout out, gang. Shout um, out. That's kind of it. I've um, I watched all five episodes of Love Is Blind that dropped this past weekend wow. in a row from about. Are two the Lachey's still hosting? Uh huh. Okay. Cool. Hosting is loose. They're hosting there. Hosting is like, loose. <laughs> they are on screen for. <laughs> like five minutes out of the like five hours of content that we got <laughs> and the people are somehow worse than they were on the first season wow we they were shocker. terrible uh-huh um, cool. that's honestly the big personal updates it's those are both big a weird sedate time yeah <laughs> how are y'all um uh you want to you go live Good. Sorry, I'm doing good. Um, I've been watching Inventing Anna on Netflix, mm. which is about. Do either of you know what that's? Oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, it has like a lot of the people from Veep and Scandal in it, which is cool because it's directed by. I think it's directed by Shonda Rhimes, who I think directed mm-hmm. uh, Scandal. I actually thought it might be Aaron Sorkin based on some of the ways it was shot, but it's cool that it's like other political actors anyway it's about like this con woman essentially who like almost conned her way into a 40 million dollar art gallery building which is crazy (laughs) and it happened around the same time as fire festival and she like knew the guy (laughs) god of course she did (laughs) yeah i i don't know it's kind of wild but it mostly follows the reporter who i like um i don't know if you guys watch beat but the main reporter Mm -hmm. lady is um the blonde girl the do you remember her i don't remember what her name was anyway Is it anna klumsky <laughs> yeah i think so anna anyway <laughs> i've been doing that and work so that has been good not much to report i did tell grace this not on the pod but yes. i've been so desperate for friends in tacoma that i went on a run today in order to have a hangout <laughs> so. was it like with a running group it was with one other person. Okay. And we had a great time, you know, besides the running mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, if that doesn't say I'm lonely, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go, Grace. <laughs> okay. Um, I am stage managing a youth camp right now, which is <laughs> actually nice. so fun. Um, Twitter saw it first, but I'm going to tell a story. 
Um, <laughs> I'm told two stories. The, like the kids, first of all, they are like ages ten to twelve, and I don't know a thing about kids. And just the size difference between some of these children is absolutely bonkers. <laughs> I I would have sworn we had like five to six year age range in this classroom, not two. But anyway, <laughs> um, they're all so funny. I am obsessed with them. Um, but we were talking about our script, which is like very classic children's theater. It's like we're inside a video game. Who knows? But one of the <laughs> char- two of the characters, one of them is Lady Macbeth, and the other is Willie Loman from Death of a Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> the others are like pig, cow, zombie. <laughs> um, but so anyway, Too very appropriate. Um- characters for this age group correct so and all of the lines that those two characters say are direct pulls from their own scripts um they don't say any new words they just say the real lines so we've got a 10 year old girl playing willie loman and it's the best thing i've ever seen in my life she's like sitting there being like a man is not a piece of bread The American dream is dead. Um, (laughs) So that, for one, absolutely iconic. She, by far, has the most lines to memorize out of everyone because she only has, like, four, but they're all, like, an entire paragraph. Um, It's so funny. I cannot wait to see it uh, mounted. Um, But the other funny part was they were uh, before we got to Willie Loman, because Willie Loman enters after Lady Macbeth, um, we're talking about Lady Macbeth and our camp director is like, okay guys. So like, these are all like real lines from the play. So like, this is a really famous line that Lady Macbeth says, except for it doesn't say damn spot. It just says spot. But anyway, mm. um, so a kid like out raises spot. their hand. Yeah. Out spot. Uh, <laughs> a, a kid just raises their hand and they're like, if we're using lines from the play, did we have to give money to Shakespeare? <laughs> and the director just goes Copy no we did not because Shakespeare's been dead for oh over 400 years <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to like explain the concept of public domain anyway <laughs> so absolutely cute. iconic oh. oh right and when we're talking about Willie Loman he's like so he's a really famous character from an American classic the play is called Death of a Salesman and mm-hmm. so, of course, like, three of the kids instantly are like, does he die? And the director's like, it's more about the, uh, it's more about the emotional death of the character and not the physical death. And so, and then the entire room is like, K and, and the director has to be like, yes, he dies. Like, he gets hit by a train or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember Death of a Salesman. You all got me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's so funny. I'm obsessed with it. I'm loving it. That's so cute. Um, okay, Liv, is there any Bachelor Nation news other than oh, Hannah gosh. Ann's boyfriend debut? <coughs> Jake Funk. Jake Funk. Yeah. Hannah Ann Funk. Marlena. <laughs> um, honestly, it's it's not any worse than Hannah Ann Sluss. Hannah Ann Sluss <laughs> Funk? Sluss Funk. <laughs> Hannah hyphen Ann hyphen Sluss hyphen Funk. <laughs> 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 Okay, on a actively worse note, Marlena from this season said, if I get to uh, 11,000 followers, I'll release the rest of my roast. 
and okay. she did. First of all, that number is so low. So I know. Low. <laughs> it's low. It's bad. Um, and then she did and took it down pretty quick because there was a pretty racist joke about Sarah Hamrick in it. So <laughs> that was a bummer. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Did yeah. she really um, give herself a lot of time to, to to think if we could have you know edited that out? Yeah, no, she gave herself a lot of time to make We're no doing... changes. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is wild. Anyway, uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Lauren Ludendike went brunette. <gasps> she looks great. What? Okay, I'm sorry. No, I, only I missed follow the, blonde. the children on Instagram. I missed the blonde. I you like the brunette? I don't know. She also, so she like, I think she's she also just got so lip fillers at a certain blonde. point. Yeah, so I don't know. Blonde. I She looked so iconically blonde, like on Ari's season. I don't think I would have liked the brunette. But mm-hmm. like, with her kind of fillered look now, I like the brown. Mm. She's got all those it blonde babies the though. Left. Less. She's yeah. probably feeling competitive with Alessi. She had to switch something up. <laughs> She looks like a completely different person. She looks like a completely different person. She she looks like Caitlin Bristow. That's what I was thinking. I really feel like she's like leaning into the Caitlin Caitlin look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. Oh, if you go to the hairstylist's Insta, it's very scary. All the women look so similar. (laughs) Wait, really? At salt underscore and waves. I Mm. bet. Grace, if you were going to drastically, this goes for you too, Anders, if you, if mm-hmm. the two of you were going to drastically change your hair to a color, what would you do? Lavender. What color would you choose? Childhood Lavender. platinum. Ooh. What'd you say, Anders? My childhood platinum blonde. <laughs> I, that could work. I like it. I like that for both of you guys. Or maybe I'd do Lavender like, look so try good. to convince people I was a natural redhead. Like go for a red, mm. but like. Grace, you could do that, I think. Mm-hmm. I could trick them. Yeah, your complexion <laughs> really would allow for that. Mm-hmm. And your eyebrows aren't, like, dark or yeah. light enough to not be a ginger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would work. Yeah. I think I could fool the people. I definitely think you, Especially in the summer when your freckles come out. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't be doing it, but... <laughs> you could work it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Liv, what about you? Do you have a... I mean, I already dye my hair. Yeah. It's red. I'd probably... I mean... Okay, no. I have a color. It could never work on me, but I would dye it like that really... It's like Mm black-blue, you know? Mm -hmm. It's got like the blue... It's like violet from The Incredibles. Yeah. (laughs) You'd look so emo. (laughs) I would. We also... I have had pretty much black hair before... It doesn't look good. I I don't have a natural rouge to my cheeks. So mm-hmm. I just look sort of pale. Yeah. And then you, yeah, it's like all nose and paleness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what I would do, though. Very fun. Okay. Are we ready to talk about this episode? Yes. Honestly, very. so many twists and turns. I'm very excited. Okay. Kind of a good season. Edited. <laughs> yeah okay i'll start us off so for those who don't recall 
we were picking up back at Niagara Falls with our two-on-one starring Shanae and Genevieve. Um, Clayton is going to talk to these girls one-on-one, so he pulls Genevieve first, and this whole date is just taking place on, like, couches that have been placed in the middle of a public park. Like, (laughs) three different couches, three different, like, living room setups have been pulled from showrooms and placed in the middle of what is obviously a very public park. Like, they had to scan the area for dog shit because... (laughs) (laughs) Why were they not, like, on one of those, like, Niagara Falls boat tours? Like, I wanted them to be breaking up in ponchos. I wanted them, or, or, like, trapped on a boat. Fully trapped on a boat. Oh, my God. What if it's, like, he dumps dumps one of them, and then they have to get on a smaller boat to leave the larger boat? (laughs) And they get... (laughs) Or I was thinking they, like, so they, they just shoot, like... The Titanic moment with the person he chooses, and then it like cuts to the other person who has to like watch them across the windows from the back of the boat. Yeah, just in quarantine <laughs> in the back of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, just I needed to comment on that. It was so hilarious. So during their talk, Genevieve has a little cry about how hard this week has been. It sounds very high stress for the last two days for her. Absolutely. Um, and how it's really hard for her to be vulnerable and open, but she's like, but I'm all in, like, I'm all in on this, and then they have a little make-out. Nothing really. This is the most we've seen Clayton and Genevieve Genevieve. talk. (laughs) I see no chemistry between them. All she does is blink and pout. Yeah, Genevieve does not have a lot of on-screen presence. Like, Uh -uh. yeah. She's interesting enough because she's willing to get angry and, like yell at people but that's that's really it mm-hmm. well even when talking to clayton she was like sorry it's like hard for me to open up like they clearly have like not had any barely talked about- like yeah, exactly. <laughs> um he's like sorry what is your name again <laughs> <laughs> oh genevieve so pretty should have remembered it should have remembered it gosh <laughs> so then after after that shanae and clayton have a talk And Clayton's like, hey, how's things been since, you know, you did that whole big apology? And Sinead's like, really great, except for the fact that I don't trust Genevieve, and I think that she's two-faced and has a lot of red flags and is an actress. But other than that, things have been going really well. Um, (laughs) I think she could have stayed. I think she could have stayed if she said, like... I agree. Yeah, instead of talking shit on Genevieve, Mm -hmm. if she'd just been like you know what, I'm so glad that I got this date to spend extra time with you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Even Things are this resolved. Even though really stressful situation, everything is resolved. Like, oh! This fresh start has herself. been amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, so, the seawater in my hair has revived me. I feel like a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh... I just, I, I mean, there's no way for her to really know, but it's like, come on, he's picked you over two other girls so far. You think you can't take Genevieve? Yeah. Anyway. Right. But. And this is the first one where I was like, you can take her down. I don't, I'm not that fussed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but then Shanae is also like, I struggle with vulnerability. And I'm like, who doesn't? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But she's like, you know, I'm 29 years old. I've never been in love. It's really sad. She's like having a little cry as well. 
cut instantly with a clip of her being like, I pulled out tears. It was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Which she's able to do. She did it in the apology. Like, she she is good at getting some real tear realness. Absolutely. I can't lie. Put Put her in a movie. Truly. She's beautiful. She, She's beautiful. She looks the part. She is, she is very beautiful. This is true. If they make another another Baywatch, like another one after <laughs> oh. one with Zac Efron and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Alexandra Daddario, cast her. She, I yeah. could actually see them after this, like, Pamela. I could see them making, like, a, a Baywatch, like, reality show. Oh, thing. she'd be good. Mm-hmm. She'd be good. She makes great yeah. TV. Like, like Ultimate Surfer. <laughs> But it's ultimate hot lifeguard. Ultimate <laughs> <laughs> And she, she just, Sinead to me, like, has, like, a very 80s face. Like, she has a huge face, yeah. big hair, like, big features. It's, I think she's gorgeous. She, her she called herself a blonde bombshell, and she is. She was correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Hashtag she's correct. team Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag what? Elizabeth is a mean girl. <laughs> God, Andrew, did you watch Elizabeth's promo thing she filmed for herself? It literally <laughs> looks like a Bachelorette trailer. Like no. it's her, it's her in the dress that she got sent home in. Like rose petals are falling from the sky. White backdrop. Like she's clearly in a studio oh that she rented out to like film this moment, and she posted <laughs> she said- it, like when she got sent home. She said, okay, this isn't the end, one. Bachelor Nation. This is only the beginning. Yeah, it was It was like she literally filmed her own Bachelorette trailer. It was extremely cringy. And I'm like, well, I'm in, come on, Elizabeth, this is a time to channel the wise words of Courtney Robertson. Yeah. I quote them three times a week. Don't beg. It's unattractive. Exactly. <laughs> well, she's going to be in paradise, and then they're going to yeah. shut throw Shanae on the Paradise Beach for, like, three hours, and then she's gonna, like, get bullied off the beach. Yeah. I do, like, I am not joking, I just have to say, when I say that I quote, don't beg, it's unattractive, like, multiple, (laughs) it is a new life motto for me. (laughs) (laughs) She taught me so much. Um... (laughs) With her like listicles, <laughs> that's anyway. really good. I could, uh, I could apply that to many parts of my life. I'm a big beggar. <laughs> Love to look desperate. <laughs> um, I went on a four mile run <laughs> to have a friend. <laughs> okay, but what is key here is that Shanae calls Genevieve an actress. She's like, mm. Genevieve was talking about wanting to go home last oh night, God. like. I thought I'd be alone on this date. Genevieve is an actress. That's key. Then Shanae also later to the camera says that getting this rose tonight is going to feel better than sex. And I saw a tweet that was like, Shanae's been having some really terrible sex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also with Clayton, if she had made it to a fantasy suite, it probably would have felt better. It would have felt better than that. Yeah. Um, So then Shanae, Genevieve and Clayton are all back together on a different um, Ikea bench. Ikea couch. And Clayton (laughs) picks up the rose and then looks at Genevieve and just straight up says, Genevieve, quote, are you an actress and are you lying to me? (laughs) Out of nowhere! There's barely any buildup! I just, it's, Clayton is like, it feels like all the other leads, this includes Colton, this includes Peter, 
like some of our most idiotic leads that we have had have known like that the producers tell you to say something and you were supposed to take it and change it a little bit so it doesn't sound like a robot (laughs) or like a weird just like mannequin man but Clayton is like are you an actor? <laughs> like, what is happening? And it's also, so just like, in this episode, we really, really got a glimpse of how much Clayton is just being spoon-fed what mm-hmm. to do and what yep. to say. Because yep. he says, are you an actress and are you lying to me? And Genevieve, like, short circuits because she's like, <laughs> What? <laughs> She's just like up it's an with insane the, thing for someone to say. Yeah, she, she literally has like a couple like solid ten seconds of like up, and then eventually just goes no, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair. Um, so then she's like, I guess why would you ask me that question? And Clayton does not have any idea how to answer that because the reason is because they told me to. So he just goes, I need to step away for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets up and leaves. It was all he could do this episode. Like, he has nothing so, else going on. The producers are sending him in completely unequipped for any follow up questions to the lights they are feeding him. <laughs> I just like. Do you think they're like in a little mic in his ear? Like, ah, oh, no. Change I mean, I it. think they're not in a little mic in his ear because if they were, they'd be telling him what to say. They are behind yeah. camera, being like, "Oh my god, this guy is so dumb." <laughs> How did we do this? Because he just has to get up and have them tell him another single sentence. Yeah. to go say. They're like, "This is we're getting the ball rolling, buddy. You have got to start pulling your weight." Each, each episode, each, each episode of Clayton season is, is filmed for twenty as long as the other ones because he has to keep getting up and being like okay so what is the next thing she just told me about uh, her child so what do I say what do I say to that (laughs) oh my god so funny okay so then Shanae for whatever reason is like to be transparent Genevieve like I overheard you yesterday and I thought you were gonna go home and Genevieve is like okay (laughs) I can't, I can't talk to you. This is so, this is a lot. Um, And so then Clayton comes back and he's like, the rose today is going to someone who helped me see the truth in all of this. And then he's like, but Shanae, I can't find this and I can't find it in my heart to give you this rose. So he gives it to Genevieve. And frankly, I did not see that coming. I was like, what? After those two conversations, Genevieve? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I and I, I mean, you're right. It's because happen. I think Shanae showed herself a little too much when she was, like, trying to take yeah. someone else down. If she'd just been like, everything's great, I'm sweet, the girls love me now, like, no question. Yeah. yeah. She overplayed her hand. Yes, she and did. unfortunately for us as viewers, it was not, like, an explosive or engaging two-on-one. Like, we were no. not doing Ashley I and Kelsey Poe we in the lands. <laughs> Chad and Alex in the forest. Yeah. Like, I was not getting what I needed. No. But Shanae did misplay it. And yeah. I think Clayton just seems so producer, like, controlled might be harsh, but it seems yeah. like he does whatever they say. Yeah. And I think based on the reaction the women had in the house when the, Genevieve came back, I think the producers were finally like, okay. Yeah. This, I if think... she stays, this will be the only thing happening on the season. Well, also, like, I think if she had stayed, because it really seems like 
most people are not comprehending that, like, at the very least, he's being told he needs to keep her. Mm -hmm. So, like, and I'm not saying he doesn't have a hand in that or anything, but I think it is, like, already a lot of these girls aren't that interested in him. So if he continues to do this and show, like, this bad character trait, they're going to have people dropping like flies, like, probably growing Colton season. They did have multiple women who were like, it will really affect my opinion of him if he keeps Shanae. And, like, you know, whatever. They could have gone back on that if he'd kept her. But I definitely think we could have gotten at least one or two people who, like, did a really dramatic, like, sending themselves home. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. we clearly don't have the same standards or whatever. But also, unless that were Rachel or Sarah doing that, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the producer, so the girls are all back at the hotel, like, watching the door, watching the two suitcases, waiting to see what happens. A producer comes in and grabs Shanae's suitcase, and, like, the room explodes <laughs> in cheers. Eliza is, like, literally crying, happy tears. They Serene pop champagne too. in, like, the most <laughs> gifable moment of the episode. Gabby drinks from two champagne bottles at one time. Loved that. Um... And they, like, pop champagne off the balcony and just have a big old celebration. And Shanae has a voiceover where she's like, I hate Clayton and I never want to see him again. (laughs) God, I can't wait for that girl to be on one episode of Parody. (laughs) God, it's going to be so good. Although, I do wonder if she could stick around a while. Because, again, she is a villain, but she's also one of the hotter villains that we've had. Mm-hmm. And it feels like the dudes in Paradise often, like, don't really watch the show. Yeah. So, like, yeah. They don't know. They'll be like... They might not know. Who's this Baywatch bombshell? Exactly. Yeah. On the beach. Exactly. Um, so, now it is time for another cocktail party, rose ceremony. Uh, the vibe without Shanae is a lot better. Clayton comes in and is like, this week in Toronto, I learned that I can make tough decisions. Great. Thanks, bud. Um... <laughs> Sarah pulls Clayton first. She's like, I spend time. She's, she tells him, she's like, I can spend time with you and not think about the other people who are here. Like, us together is starting to feel like real life. She's very confident in their mm-hmm. connection. And she, to, like, the camera's like, I can't imagine him having the same connection with anyone else. And it's like, close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, you're close. close. Um, but then they but very no rudely way. follow up that statement with uh, his conversation with Rachel. <laughs> so Rachel- I have got to stop hearing Rachel say, I'm scared. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so scared. That's really funny because my note says Rachel is terrified by their connection. <laughs> <laughs> and how strong is feeling? She's no. not. It's all she's just playing him and it's perfect. Yeah. She played him like, it was so good. They do a He's lot like, more whispering. Lady. Big strong football player protect. <laughs> <laughs> whispering has really become their thing. Oh, it's Every so Every scene of them has some whispering. Uh-huh. Um, whispering on a TV show where they are mic'd. Yeah. Why? It's so much. Um, so because she also she only talks to him from like two. They love some close place. talking, those two. Yeah. Um, the theme of this cocktail party is... Mara is stressed, although her name isn't Mara. It's Mara. Mara. Mara is stressed. I cannot Um, stand her. She (laughs) feels very set up to fail. Um, But anyway, 
Like, she pulls Clayton, and she's like, I love to feed people. That's my thing. So, like, we have poutine, because we're in Canada. But then after, like, literally three minutes, Serene comes and interrupts. <laughs> also, Clayton looked... Wow. When I said Clayton, I was like, no, it's Colton. <laughs> 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 um, he looked like he was having a really bad time with Mara. And I was like, you two are, like opposite ends of the spectrum of like people i wouldn't want to be stuck in a room with (laughs) you know yeah and like in an escape room they would both have different talents and could probably get us out of there for different ways but at what cost but i would hate the experience and i would choose to stay in the escape room if i had to hang out with them outside of it (laughs) there's no chemistry there's no this episode in good and bad ways just was completely produced very obviously and so like sending serena in after literally three minutes is obviously a producer choice yeah she didn't and clayton is so weak and also not interested in mara so he's like okay sure instead of him you know being respectful and saying i haven't talked i've barely talked to this woman yeah i'll eat her gross poutine for like you know yeah 30 more seconds he was like no please nice pretty dress he knows the producer sent serene in and he's like mm-hmm. colton do what produce colton clayton do what producers <laughs> say <laughs> like he's like oh the producer sent in serene they must want me to talk to her it's like no bitch they're playing yeah. you <laughs> you're all being played uh-huh. speaking of clayton colton did Sarah say Colton at some point in this episode? I don't think any of them said Colton. I I think our brains just... Okay. No, because I thought I... I wasn't totally sure what she said, but I thought I heard her say Colton, and I was like... (gasps) (laughs) Anyway. Um, Okay. Mara's stressed. Like, she's having a bad time. She's having a cry at this point. Um, But at the rose ceremony... Uh, Sarah gets the first rose, Mara gets the last rose, which means we lose Hunter and Marlena, which is sad. Um, not really Hunter, uh, don't know much about her, it was her time. She's cute! She had the evil boyfriend and she brought the snake. I always forget about the snake, how can you bring a snake and still not be memorable? Yikes! (laughs) Okay, but something that was funny, I saw on Twitter, that apparently that cocktail party night was hunter's birthday so how do so many contestants get dumped on their birthday she did get dumped on her birthday and then she had to watch it on valentine's day (laughs) brutal (laughs) absolutely brutal hopefully she was in a regal cinemas watching marry me starring jennifer lopez (laughs) and maluma (laughs) yeah you like getting to me i think i have to go no i I will give you my peacock login Okay, um, so then Clayton announces their next travel location, and it is finally worth getting excited about, yeah. because they are going to Croatia, which yeah, I am yeah, jealous yeah. of. Um, oh my god. Because they have, like, amazing. all these shots of it. Oh my god, it is so beautiful. Anyway, yeah. um, the girls are all out having a little cocktail in Croatia, and then Clayton comes up to them to be like, Teddy, surprise, one-on-one. Um, it does... 
like start raining on them kind of instantly, which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's see. Mara's disappointed again. She's really feeling like she's a catch and Clayton is missing out. And, like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I do think Mara is a catch. Like, there is someone out there and Mara is, like, their perfect woman. She seems to have a really specific vibe that somebody is looking for. That somebody mm-hmm. is not Clayton. Like, (laughs) you don't want him. He does not want you. This is not about you not being a catch. It is about stop pursuing this man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. One second. Fig is dreaming in the background loudly. Anyway. Sorry, continue. So, (laughs) Teddy. (laughs) (laughs) Stop whimpering. Obi. Okay, we're good. She's Teddy awake. and Clayton's <laughs> little date in the rain is, like, them going to, like, shops and just wandering around. Teddy was so bummed. She was like, I want to explore Croatia with the girls. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Teddy was so idiot. bummed. She was like, literally two people have gotten helicopters. <laughs> um, she got ice cream. She got ice cream. And then oh. the way that Clayton has his arm wrapped around her for so long in a way that is so weird, it looks like it is hard to walk. But they're, like, you know, walking down the streets away. of Croatia in, like, it looks awkward. Like, not, yeah. like, they don't have chemistry necessarily, but, like... They don't. Like, it's hard to walk is how it yeah. looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, skip to the night portion... Nothing interesting happens in the day portion. Teddy's like, okay, I have something to tell no. you. Um, because, like, I have up walls. Vulnerability is hard, you guys. Theme of this episode. Um, I have up walls. <laughs> I'm like, I've never felt completely safe or, like, trusted the men who have dated in the past enough to fall for them completely. And um, I had totally forgotten that she was a virgin. Like, I forgot. <laughs> Slipped my mind. Did we know? I I also we did. We knew, but only okay. from like her very first, like the intro packages before okay. limos. Teddy had an intro okay. package where she was like, "I'm a virgin." And I'm I was like, virgin. "Oh god, mm-hmm. are they going to make that her character?" And then instead, they just haven't put her on screen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, so she tells him. That her mom had a baby in high school, and so there was, like, a lot of pressure on her not to make the same mistakes. Um, and so that kind of fed into it, but then she was like, but I am a very sexual person. Like, I like that aspect of myself. I'm not waiting mm-hmm. till marriage, but, like, I do want to wait until the first time that I'm in love. And mm-hmm. this is a time when Clayton really should have asked the producers what to say. <laughs> because it's set. <laughs> He pauses for a while to the extent where it's like he's clearly racking his brains for what you are supposed to say in response to that. There is some spluttering. And then, first of all, I would have never known. <laughs> From looking at You're her. So... It's not good. So bad. I was, because here's the thing too, it's like, what she was saying, I felt like was legitimately interesting and mm-hmm. like a good narrative to have on The Bachelor. Like, uh, it, an interesting take of feeling pressured to wait and like mm-hmm. all of that uh, while still waiting, I guess. I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> Clayton. 
I would never have known. So. <laughs> oh, and then also he like he like couldn't put it together either. He like was trying, but he was just like she was like I'm not gonna have sex until I've been or until I'm in love. And he and she had already been like I I didn't really feel it with like these other guys. And he was like, but have you loved though? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's like, but, no. But wait, because he says one more thing before he asks that silly oh, question. No. He's like, you know, because like, I am, I am attracted to you, and it's more about the connection that we have. And I'm like, she isn't asking. You're, you're not about to have sex. Like, that's not <laughs> this conversation. Oh my god, Clayton. I was like, dude, she's not going to the <laughs> fantasy suites with you. Are you stupid? If she's still around by fantasy suites, she is self eliminating. Absolutely. Well, I think she might be, like, soon. Just because she yeah. started out so hot. She hates him. Was not on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, he's like, so have you been in love since you, like, made that decision to not have sex before being in love? And she's like, no. N- no. <laughs> contact <laughs> clues, <laughs> buddy. Not even context clues. Just, like, deliberately saying that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and, but then she's like, but, you know, like, I know there's a real chance I could be heartbroken by the end of this, but I still want to fight to put my walls down. Like, I want to try and get there with you. And then Clayton's like, okay, but, like, so if you've never been in love, then, like, what does being in love look like? It feels like a quiz! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it, I don't know. But anyway, um, so Clay, she's like, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a feeling that goes with it, but she's like, it's feeling safe and protected by the person that you're with and like feeling trust, all these things, um, which is the, exactly the right thing to say, because mm-hmm. Clayton says, I strive to be able to give this feeling of safety to another person. Um, and he gives her that rose. And then in an interview, disgusting, in an interview, he says, mm-hmm. It's exciting to know that I could be the first one she falls in love with. I could be her first of many things. Ew! Oh, oh, I loud that somehow. Out loud says that. Disgusting. Says that to America. Disgusting. Anyway. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing that we know that she hates him. You know? Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. And I wouldn't wish that, I would hate to be her and watch that back. Like, watch him say that back. Because gross. Humiliating. That's so gross. Yeah. But she will be able to watch it back and be like, yeah, I hated him and I was never going to fuck him. So, let's move on. <laughs> um, so, okay, yeah, that's it. That's the date. Um, back at the house... Mara is still feeling discouraged. Just a clue. That's pretty much constant this episode. <laughs> um, and they get a group date card, which is for Serene, Rachel, Susie, Gabby, Eliza, Genevieve, and Mara, which means that Sarah is getting her second one-on-one. Great producing there. Which goes yeah. over swimmingly. You're right, actually, though. The producers, like, I mean, yeah. true, they were given a literal lump of clay to work with, but, like, the stuff <laughs> they've been doing with the contestants as well mm-hmm. has been pretty yeah. on point. It's it's a bit heavy-handed this season, but they've made it work. And I think this episode, the editing really worked in this latter portion. Like, mm-hmm. the way they weaved in Mara's actions, comments, thoughts, Unraveling. statements. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I also implosion. feel like 
if we had had a more competent lead, I wouldn't have noticed as much. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I'm still enjoying it what, with the amount of noticing I'm having to do based on, Clayton, are you an actor and are you lying to me? Is <laughs> good. They're doing great work. So I'm excited, mm-hmm. you know, for us to maybe get um, a lead that is a, <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> um, so Sarah is, it has another little, has a little cry of happiness kind of. But she also is, like, very aware how awkward the situation is because she's mm-hmm. like, I know that people haven't had one-on-ones and this is my second one. So that's cool. Anyway, Mira does not like that he's going after the youngest girl in the house. Hold on to that one. Which, like, how old is he? He's, like, like he's like 29, but whatever. Oh, yeah. that's older than I I think he was, like, 27. No. Like, he's, like, in the middle, but... Well, he does give off the vibes of a 17-year-old, so I have to explain it. Sure. And, and, oh, I was going to say, and Clayton was 26, and Colton was 26. So maybe you're just, like, same person. I mean, I do have to say it is now shocking that, like, we're older than the contestants to be like, oh, this yeah. person is 23 it's and horrible. saying they're ready for marriage. I like, hate what? it. It's, huh? it's horrible. I can mm-hmm. just, I just have that to say about... I'm that. sure people have cultural differences, but it really is shocking to me. It's, yeah, it's horrible. It's really awful. Uh, <laughs> so they like go to some square and see some knights dueling. And then it's like, wow, one of the knights is a woman. Because in Croatia, <laughs> women were also knights. <laughs> Feminism. Anyway. Um, so they have to, like, complete a series of quests, and they all get dressed up as knights, which looks so fun. Um, the first... Great costume work. Great costume work. The first is a test of physical strength, um, where they just shove each other. Um, the second (laughs) is, like, they have to eat, they, like, have to eat liver and brain and, like, fish eyeballs. Um, Say you're a vegetarian. Say you're a vegetarian. I just lie. Also, haven't we gotten to a point where it's like, I guess this was maybe just gross food and not like Croatian cultural right. delicacies. Right. But yeah. Like, yeah, haven't like, we reached a point where that. we're like, it's enough. Like, we don't need yeah. these things anymore. I thought about that I after, like... I was like, amazed about that. Uh, Riley and Marissa's date on Paradise, where the whole theme mm-hmm. was like, quote-unquote, gross food. But, like, <laughs> some of it was just, like, food that we don't eat in america and is very relevant to other cultures cuisines also when in the real world in your relationship are you gonna go great date idea let's go eat food we find gross yeah (laughs) true yeah Yeah. so like i'm trying to be aware of not being like then they have to go eat a bunch of gross food it's like then they have to go eat these specific foods None of them seem stoked about it. <laughs> but, like, the idea that we're, like, presenting it as disgusting, again, like, mm-hmm. yeah, glad it wasn't, like, Croatian delicacies <laughs> and was, like, what did look to just be liver on a platter, which yeah. I don't know how one serves liver, but I would kind of assume that more goes into it than that when you eat it, like, as a meal. <laughs> Like some crackers. Uh-huh. I only know about foie, foie gras. That's like duck liver, right? Uh, classy. I don't know. It's like a. <laughs> I don't know. 
I clearly don't know that much. At some point, I don't really know. Yeah, but anyway, Serene crushes it. No fear. Um, mm-hmm. And then the final challenge is, of course, to tell Clayton your deepest feelings. So I really felt like Serene was starting to shine on this date. Like, I did too. First of yeah. all, she crushed the food challenge, and then I felt like her her confession of of feelings was good. Uh, Mara decides to rhyme hers, which was an no. interesting choice. Well, Merritt gives her whole monologue where she's like, these girls aren't delivering. Like, I'm really going to slay. Like, he's yes. not ready for what I'm about to do. True. And that was just couplets. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly written couplets. <laughs> she's pointing her sword at him. <laughs> I forgot about, like, the hyping up monologue beforehand. <laughs> It, the couplets weren't even that clever. She's like, I'm good and bad. And then she's like, Clayton, use your head. But it didn't even seem like she was making a double entendre. It just, like, yeah, exactly. Like she was like, use your brain. Like, <laughs> what's not clicking? <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> just change your inflection. <laughs> so disappointing. Um, but in the end, it is Serene who embodies the virtues of a true knight. So she and Clayton, yes. Clayton carries her away to the sunset, and they all make out she like very a handsome, crumbling. Now, thing. did she get to have like an Altoid, like a knight would? Oh, <laughs> like I would hope there was like a toothbrushing break. Yeah. Or <laughs> I saw the Green Knight in theaters. If you'd like another movie recommendation, <laughs> Dev Patel, popping yeah. Altoids the whole time. Their little <laughs> costumes do kind of look like Altoid boxes. <laughs> <laughs> they just open the front of their armor. <laughs> it's Altoids. Um, okay. They go to the cocktail party. Somehow, somehow hometowns are already around the corner. They have never not snuck up on me in my entire life. Nope. It is always like hometowns are soon. And I'm like, they are? <laughs> always. Says who? Every time. <laughs> um, so Clayton's like, Rachel, in the, in the alone time talk. Rachel, can you see uh, me meeting your parents? And Rachel's like, bro, you're not getting it. Like, I don't have a doubt in my mind about bringing you home to my family. This is, I'm all in. This is what it's about. And then they whisper again and make out. Um, yawn. So I think she could win, and I'd be happy because I would actively not have any interest in following either of the two of them. Yeah, she is like. I think she's so stunning. She's gorgeous. She's she's very gorgeous. The makeup is so good. Yeah. Yes. True. Yeah, it's just like it really seems at the moment like we're down to like Sarah and Rachel. Um. Mm -hmm. And, and the one that met him at the clock tower. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. She's a lovely fourth place. <laughs> but, like, with Sarah, I'm like, I want more for Sarah. With Rachel, it's not that mm-hmm. I don't want more for Sarah. It's that I, or not that I don't want more for Rachel. It's that I think she'd get more out of Clayton than Sarah would I think both Sarah and Susie, in different ways, have bachelorette vibes. Susie. Sa- yeah. We'll see about Sarah. We'll get there, but I, I love the little twist we got with Sarah yeah. at the end of this yes. week. Okay, we will we'll, we'll keep going so we can get to it. Um, so Clayton and Mara sit down next, and Clayton's like, how are you? 
And Mira's like, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I have been, like, sweet, cute, flirty. Oh. I have been, quote, everything that you're looking for. But, like, I always get the last rose and not having one-on-ones. And I was like, okay, so you're, you open with I'm going to be honest and then tell him all the ways you were <laughs> behaving intentionally to be what he wanted. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Excuse me? So bad. <laughs> Mess. Um, she's the ditzy doll <laughs> it's all he wanted oh my god so then she's like and frankly i'm surprised because you claim to be looking for a wife but the roses you're giving out and the one-on-ones that are being given out do not reflect that but hey it's your journey and i was like mara coming in hot coming yeah, in I'm like hot if there is one thing that Clayton can't handle, it is criticism. <laughs> and I, he can't handle constructive criticism. He certainly can't, really can't handle just like straight up criticism. <laughs> like that man is so boring and bad at things. Mm-hmm. And yet I know he thinks he's good at all of them. Like that man thinks he is hilarious, and he's one of the he least thinks funny he's so that. funny. Yeah, right. Like he is. He does. Did you not see his tweet about thinking things. he's so funny? So yeah. he tweeted about finding himself yes. funny. So when he and God. Teddy were on their date, they're like they're doing mm. their awkward walk through the streets, and she says something about just like wanting to curl up with a big dog, and he says, "Well, you've got me." Um, okay, pup play king. And so then, <laughs> and so then, um, on Twitter, he tweeted like either a screenshot of that or not even, and was like, "Did anyone else catch like my joke?" Writes out what Teddy said and what he said in reply, and was basically like, "Anyone else think that's funny? Just me." <laughs> Correct, sir. Just you. No, this is the attempt at a self-deprecating joke. Is funny. (laughs) It was like so humiliating. God, he thinks he's so funny. Yeah, I mean, truly, I just the mediocrity of this man is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Like, legitimately, it's kind of frustrating, because I do feel like he, <laughs> I mean, it feels like he has played humble a couple times, but he he, th- he thinks he's hot shit, and he really just isn't. And it's a little embarrassing. It's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep us rolling because yep. we have got a clock tower to get to. We have got Sarah's one-on-one to get to. <laughs> oh, um, shit, yeah. So, Mara's basically like, I'm surprised. You say you're looking for a wife, blah, blah, blah. Um, she's like, some people have been openly vocal. Or he's like, she, she's basically like, he, he's like, what makes you say that? And she's like, well, with some people, they've been openly vocal about not being ready for marriage. And with some people, it's just their age. And I was like, okay, <laughs> first of all, none of your business. Not your business, yeah. Mara. Um, uh-uh. And then Clayton literally is like, well, you know, words are just words. And Mara's like, okay, well, someone said they couldn't see themselves being engaged in two months. And he's like, who specifically? And she doesn't say that Sarah said that, but she's like, Sarah's definitely one of the people in the house who I would say isn't ready. 
and Clayton's like, I, he just tells her, he's like, I'll be paying more attention moving forward. And I was like, what that means is you're going home. Anyway, um, <laughs> then Clayton to the camera is like, Mara really had a lot to say. <laughs> um, and then Mara to the camera is like, hey, look, I'm here for Clayton. So there is no malice in my words. And I'm like, you liar. Such God. a liar. You're a little liar. <laughs> he is. Um, and then Clayton is like, I'm giving this rose to someone who really opened my eyes tonight. Rachel, not Mara. And I'm like, the producer even told him what to say there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, there, because he wasn't clever enough to, like, well, one, it was a weird thing to say about Rachel. Oh, it's so pointed. Up. So yeah. pointed to be like, suck it, Mara. I, I don't think he's clever enough to be that shady. Either, yeah, so that's the thing. It was, it was so shady. very producery. Yeah. Um, so they all go home. After the cocktail party, Clayton gets a knock on his door, and a note is slipped under it that simply reads, Clayton, meet me at the clock tower. No signature. Um, so Clayton goes to the clock tower, shaking in his boots. Like, he thinks it's Shanae. He thinks it's Shanae. He thinks it's... And it should have been Shanae. It should have been Shanae. <laughs> it should have been Shanae. But, in, but that's what was... This was where the editing got good, because you were... Yeah. I was honestly like, it's Shanae. She's doing positive. it. Yeah. 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 Like, Susie was like, and then write, love Susie. And the producers were like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely going to do that. Um, uh, totally. <laughs> writing it down. <laughs> So Susie pops out of the shadows and Clayton is really excited to see her. Probably 90% out of relief, but I do believe 10% is about her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does. Definitely 90% out of relief. <laughs> exhibit some aggressive footballer energy where he's like, woo! Kind of has to run in a little lap before he can dial back in. <laughs> um. So we she, see her. T- we see him doing that to her in the preview too, and like in the what? I am in love. <laughs> I'm falling oh, yeah, in love, and it feels so good. So good. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, so hilarious. Okay, so she's like, I didn't get to open up as much like tonight or whatever as I would have liked, and I'm feeling insecure about like losing you or losing my chance with you. So she's like, so I wanted to bring you here to show you where I'm at. And they like go up in the clock tower, and basically it was just her being like, I haven't gotten a lot of time in the last few weeks. Better lock that in. So she tells him she knows there's so much more to go. But, and so much more to figure out, but she feels like she's falling in love with him. And Clayton is like, this is maybe the happiest I've been since I've been on this journey. And Susie really did knock herself up a level with this. She did. Strongly. Like, because before I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, he likes her, but Mm -hmm. no doubt about it. She's going home at some point. But now I'm like, nice, nicely done. It was a good move. It was a ticket to hometown. Absolutely. It was. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, that's it. It was, it was very uneventful. It was just Susie being like, hey, remember me? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you bring it up. I totally do. (laughs) From the first week. Oh my God, Susie. Uh, (laughs) I've been calling you nice hair. (laughs) That's in all my notes, nice hair. Her hair is so voluminous. 
she straightened it for the cocktail party or for the rose ceremony at the beginning of this episode and i was like no Mm -mm. like do whatever you want you're very pretty but no put that hair straightener away um okay then back at the hotel the next day uh mira is talking to gabby about how last night she brought a lot of stuff to his attention basically being like so gabby i told him there are people who weren't ready for marriage Gabby has the worst poker face in the entire world. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Mm, sounds really hard for you. Mm. <laughs> Gabby keeps this winding up in these Mason- situations where she's like, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> Mason told me, he's like, that's how I know that she's the real nurse. I was like, what? And he was like, it's where you try to indicate empathy with your eyes, but you don't feel anything at all. You don't want to be there. He's like, that's how I know she's the, she's a real nurse, and I don't think Teddy is. Gabby has truly been in so many situations she does not want to be in. Like, first it was the conversation where Janae and uh, Sienna were like, so we're taking Shanae down, agreed? And she was like, ha ha And then it was just stuck in the house with Genevieve and Shanae pre-two-on-one. And she was like, this is the worst day of my life. And then she's talking to Mara, and Mara's like, so I told him Sarah wasn't ready for marriage. And Gabby's like, why me? <laughs> They're like, you're nice. And she's like, uh-huh. It's like almost as bad as Grace's poker face. <laughs> this is... I'm sure you know, but this is literally the face that Grace makes if she doesn't want to be talking about something. (laughs) (laughs) It's continuous. Oh, I was caught. My friend Marissa sent me from, like, our family, like, holiday parties and, like me a video she took of me from across the room where I'm like feigning interest and I like, completely drop the feign of interest. It's shocking. I just go it's just a grimace. <laughs> so relatable. Um okay. So then, I, like, don't even feel the need to bring this up, but I guess I will. Clayton is, like, wandering the shadows of a building, and then Jesse just shows up, and I straight up did not even listen to this conversation. It was so boring. It was Clayton being like, I need to make some decisions, and Jesse being like, it sounds like you need to make some decisions. <laughs> I assume. Once again, I did like not listen. The two of them were going to, like, exchange weed. <laughs> <laughs> like like two boys who'd never smoked weed before going to smoke weed together okay but what if it's like one of those situations where they each think that the other one has the weed like that they've set up a drug deal but they're so yeah. bad at it that they both think the other person will be selling them weed that, and then it takes them it. a long time to figure it out <laughs> wow like i've come up words? with two pretty decent sketch ideas over the course of this podcast (laughs) we'll talk later um okay so now it's time for sarah's second one-on-one date and it is just a nighttime date which i always feel like is unfair um i I think they probably just did a daytime piece but fully cut it oh you do i think so that's my guess okay because I was like, what a bummer. Her whole date was That's just sucked. <laughs> she was just truly sobbing for the yeah. entire date. <laughs> um, so if there was a daytime portion, we don't see it. They sit down 
uh, in a little garden. And Clayton then proceeds to say a bunch of nonsense to build up to what he's actually getting at, which is essentially it was brought to his attention that some people might not be ready for what he's looking for and that it is not possible for people to be engaged at the end of his journey. What the fuck did I write? Anyway, (laughs) basically he's like, they were talking about you when they told me this. And Sarah's like, and and then he's like, so I know that's a lot to unpack, but hometowns are right around the corner, so I do need to figure this out. And Sarah's like, what? (laughs) He would truly be such a horrible partner. (laughs) He would, like, go to the bar with his friend, and his friend would be like, I really like your girlfriend. She's really cool and hot. Like, you gotta, she's a keeper. Like, she could cheat on you if you wanted to. And then he'd, like, go home and be like, it's been brought to my attention that there's a chance you might be cheating on me. <laughs> There's no critical thinking. It is no, ever like is in his head last, and yeah. I assume the producers repeat to him like twice more. But he has no the critical thinking skills and no, no like interpersonal skills to deliver something in a way to get the information you're looking for that, yes. without just saying, "Here's exactly what I was told by yeah. a random person." Yeah, that for some reason has now supplanted the entire yeah. relationship we've yeah. built, quote unquote. And but, like, I don't think that clayton like lacks empathy but these kind of conversations make it look like he does that's what i was gonna say because he says these things empathetic person with no regards for how they are gonna land on the other person like absolutely none just people have been talking shit about you what do you think Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I don't and trust like, you. <laughs> and then when someone else is crying, he's like, I think I need a minute to think. And he, yeah. he like clearly doesn't know what he needs to think about. I and he's never like yeah, he just he's oh my god, he's such he's so awful. <laughs> I can't. But um so th- so basically Sarah's like shocked, she's rattled. Um she's like, that's kind of crazy because that's literally the opposite of what I've always said to you. Um, and I do see a future with you, and I want you to, like, basically, she, the thing that seems to really hurt Sarah is the fact that Clayton would believe this about her, because she's like, I want you to know in your gut that I've been nothing but honest with you. She's basically like, I want you to trust me, and she's like, also, I have nothing to gain from hurting you, what the fuck? Um, Mm -hmm. and she's like, me specifically, I'm here because it was you who was the bachelor, like, whatever, um. But she also doesn't say a whole lot, like, how ready she is to be married. She does talk a lot about how much she cares about him, but she doesn't address the actual issue that he brought up. But she is like, I can see myself being engaged at the end of this. So then Clayton is like, thanks for being so vulnerable. (laughs) That word again. Uh, And he apologizes (laughs) because he didn't want to just, like, come here and have her be upset but he's very confused and scared at this point in the journey. And wait for it, wait for it. He really just needs to step away at this point and think things through. <laughs> um, AKA, go ask the producer what want, he's supposed to do next. I didn't, want our, I didn't want our whole night to just be you being upset. So I'm just going to make you cry and then walk away. Literally. <laughs> he's like, sorry, I need to go look at my lines, bitch. I need to step away. So, I twice in an episode, dude. just literally those exact words. It's <laughs> like the producers were like, and you know, if you ever get really stuck, just tell him you need a minute. Tell him you need to step away and collect your thoughts every time. I need to step away. <laughs> <laughs> they had to hire like an extra person for how many times he's going to talk to them. 
You're like, Clayton, we have other jobs than you. <laughs> yeah. So that was hilarious. Sarah uh, is not stoked about this development. And because she is not an idiot, correctly deduces it must be someone who's jealous. Um, yeah. So Clayton- well, the other thing, too, oh. I was just going to say is something he's really not grasping is that, like, these other women are not reliable sources. Like they're yes, they're competing. Like they're they're trying to trip each other up. Exactly. And especially someone who has already voiced that she's pissed off at you because you haven't given her enough time and someone you're Mm -hmm. not attracted to can probably sense that she's going home. Mm Mm-hmm. Not reliable. So it is sort of extra dickish because it's like Obviously, I've seen with other bachelors, like, they've had to talk to people about this kind of stuff. But you can kind of tell that they don't really want to and they're going to choose you anyway. With Clayton, mm-hmm. it's like he's actually considering getting rid of her with... Because he says it with thing. no yeah. regard for your emotions. Yeah. yeah. He says it just it's being insane. like... The way he says it is like, I don't trust you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Oh, what do you have to say for yourself? You have... She, just based on time alone, should be one of the people that you trust more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Clayton does return to the table and is like, how you doing? And she's like, well, I am trying not to be angry, honestly. Shockingly, not at him. She's angry at whoever told him this because she's like, I have gone out of my way in the house to be supportive and loving and kind and, like, try not to be boastful but, like, frankly, I think this is interesting timing now that this is my second one-on-one date. And, like, I don't want to lose you and lose this over something that's so extreme and out of left field and just, like, a blatant lie. And she's like, I'm mm-hmm. really scared and that's why I'm upset. And Clayton says, this journey can be scary. And I had to be careful navigating through all of this. And that's why I had to step away. But I appreciate your patience with waiting for me to take that time. Idiot. Okay. This he is basically like didn't acknowledge I... what she said. <laughs> no, yes. It's, he's like using I statements, but it's a point where using an I statement is actually just rude. Grace, <laughs> 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 I'd love your therapist's take on that. I will be like, hey, this one specifically. <laughs> Would love to know. Um... <laughs> And then he goes on to be like, we established trust early and I had fears giving you the second one-on-one because I knew it might put a target on your back. And it looks like it may have just done that. And I was like, well, if you knew that. Obviously. Why are we here? Why are we sobbing in a garden? And then he's like, I don't question your sincerity or that you're here for me. Like, here's your rose as she's sobbing. Like, (laughs) he didn't apologize. And he really should have. Like, he... That what he did was not yeah. cool, frankly. I'm sorry it for questioning so you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. I should have, you know, trusted our connection. And yeah, the timing is kind of weird. Which, when she said that, we all picked up on that. But I also think that he it over his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he done his rude ass side statements directly after. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god! He's like the worst detective ever. <laughs> literally oh my god guys hear me out hear me out hear me out clayton as a guest on murderville starring will arnett i want clayton on law and order svu (laughs) i want olivia benson to really 
Show them what's what. <laughs> um, okay. Basically, how can they have a fun night after this? Like, that wasn't a date. It was just a confrontation. I feel terrible. But as she's walking back to the hotel, Sarah's like, karma's a bitch. It's gonna take you down. Like, you're all jealous of me, essentially. And then it has her, like, walking. I saw the girl that peed herself at the club. Yeah. Yeah. It has her, like, walking back to the hotel, and presumably we might open with, like, a confrontation next episode of, like, all right, which Mm -hmm. of you bitches said this. Um, To be continued, though. And then in the preview, it really seems like, are we trying to turn Sarah into the villain? Villain? Interesting Or just give her a semblance of a personality. (laughs) She, like, hasn't done anything else. (laughs) I'm so excited for the rest of the season. I don't think she's going to be a villain break yep. break Clayton do it in yeah. front of my eyes <laughs> in full so support. here's my question in the trailer that we've seen okay. so many times that seems to be completely spoiling almost the whole season right. mm-hmm. when he goes I was in love with, he doesn't he go like I was in love with all three of you yes. and I made love with both of you yes he uses t- there are two different numbers that he's speaking yeah there's only there. two yeah. girls in front of him so yeah maybe he's sent a different girl home someone self-eliminated i think is what happened because he also is like i am so shocked and surprised that this has happened i that came out of left field i was not expecting it (laughs) which like you at this point you should be expecting all of them to leave but uh Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think one person self-eliminates and okay during fantasy suites and like maybe in the dinner portion and then he sleeps with the other two and he's told all three of them that he's in love with them (laughs) okay it's gonna be a mess um but i would like a sarah villain turn i mean the thing is she's completely in the right in this situation but i did love that her delivery like she was fucking mad and like yeah let her actually be mad and like instead of she was also correct that mara was played it wrong yeah and sarah clearly has grown up watching the show and knows exactly what she's doing oh right i forgot that sarah had this whole thing where it's like you're really gonna try and take me down like you look so desperate right now they come up with a better lie it's the most commonly used thing like she was very metatextual yeah fun way i agree (laughs) i really enjoyed it i like yeah i like that she was pissed off that was great yeah yeah um the credit scene was Hunter teaching him to dance. It was excruciatingly boring. And he was teaching him how to shag. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> um, does anyone have any roses and thorns from this episode? <laughs> I'm taking Gabby drinking out of two champagne bottles at once off the table. Twitter already claimed that. <laughs> my, my thorn is, of course, Shanae going home. R.I.P. Oh. Shanae. Hashtag justice for Shanae. Hashtag team Shanae. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my rose was Sarah at the end. Like it was, I really just enjoyed both the meta levels that she was talking about, and also that she really snapped and not like snapped, but you know, yeah, got some real feelings out. Yeah, she didn't feel compelled to be like, "I'm so glad everything's better now." She was yeah. like, yeah. "All right, let's get to the bottom of this." <laughs> exactly. Got my rose. <laughs> <laughs> I think my rose or my thorn was 
But I never would have been able to tell. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Tomato, tomato. (laughs) And my rose would be Serene on the night date. Mm -hmm. She did good. Ah, yes. That she was a cute little knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, she was a cute little knight. Um, my thorn was just the way he was holding Teddy as they were walking down the street. I found it deeply irritating. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. And can my rose be, like, how stressed he was when he got that note prior to learning it was Susie? <laughs> just the real fear in that grown man at the thought that Shanae is waiting underneath the clock tower. <laughs> And he should be scared if it was her. Um, what about uh, embarrassing or unfortunate turns of events? Um, mine is that I'm probably going to watch Marry Me this weekend on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I am going to watch it again, which is an embarrassing turn that of events. That is an embarrassing turn of events. So true. So true. In an embarrassing turn of events, I might go on another run to have a friend again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know these were personal. Um, what am I doing? Oh, in an embarrassing turn of events, I did not want to confess this. I've been watching iZombie. <laughs> Doesn't that have Allie or AJ in it? Is it Allie or AJ? I'm Googling I thought there was... immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only that's the is only thing. zombie about zombies yes it has Allie oh my god she's Peyton <laughs> of course the iconic character of Peyton from iZombie from iZombie what is it about wait oh my god you guys I am just learning that she was like the friend in Easy A She was like, she's got like her friend, but then her friend turns against her too. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yes, with Allie wow. and or AJ. <laughs> Think she's friends with Emma Stone? Maybe. No. <laughs> I also don't. Gabe? I think Emma Stone like has normie friends. Like that's kind of my guess. I think I Emma like Stone is pretty like, normie. Celeb acquaintances, but like her real friends are normie. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Um. Okay, does anyone have any final thoughts on the episode? Other than how excited we are to see this journey continue. I'm enjoying it. I am! That was not sarcastic. It did sound sarcastic, but it wasn't. Yeah. It really is a in a weird... It's like a nice contrast to Michelle's season. Because I was invested in the love stories in Michelle's season. Yeah. But now I'm ready to see Clayton get destroyed. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I hope all of the women hate each other. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like after the final rose, it's going to be great. Like, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I'm excited for the the final rose. Also, Paradise is going to be wild, too. Mm -hmm. There's just so many people. Yes. They've had, like, five seasons in the past, like, year and a half. That's true. Also, are we... Are they going to, like, announce a Bachelorette season that, like, starts in May or something? Oh, I don't know. Like, are we back on the regular schedule? I don't know. Hopefully, Probably. or they need to take a break. I feel like we all yeah. need a breather. 
Well, they were going to do a Bachelor directly after this one. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, they're not. But that got scrapped. My guess is probably if with the I'm Bachelorette. Rob Mills, the head of re- unscripted programming at ABC or some title like that, he's on podcast sometimes. Why are we not giving notes that we need some breaks and we need rose ceremonies to end the episodes? Like, thank it's you. Not that hard. Thank it you. The narrative arc of every week. We don't need. Do you it know how jarring it is, like, to have Serene yeah. go on a one-on-one and then she's it immediately no on the next date in like literally yeah. fifteen minutes? Like, so how weird. am I supposed to keep track of time? Absolutely, with <laughs> my equilibrium. Not like yeah. it. Oh, okay. my circadian I rhythm. Have... <laughs> I have a question for the group. Who are some paradise pairings that you think might happen? Um, Shanae and Martin. And <laughs> Just kidding. Martin's dating that like fitness girl. Ew. Um, sorry to bring him up. That's my bad. I hate him. Connor like B is going to be back. Oh. Connor B and Gabby, that's going to be horrible to watch. <gasps> no, they're the same. Ba- they're the same archetype on the show. I love Gabby, oh, but they're, no. they're in the same oh, no, way. Right. No, but and she, she someone's going to pursue her who isn't Connor B, and she's going to choose them, and it's going to be a really long and awkward breakup with Connor. She's going to be like, I just don't. I don't. Know. Okay, going to be like. I wrote a song for you. NC, <laughs> NC, and I don't even care who. I just need NC on Paradise. She was okay. gone too soon. Sierra, who would she be with? Someone said Sierra and Aaron, which would be chaotic. Hilarious. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, it would be good. I feel like Chris from Michelle's season will pursue Shanae, and Shanae will be like, ew, I do not like short men. <laughs> and she will say also, that. I'm so sorry, but thinking of Connor B, people do have to watch Love is Blind. A man performs a ukulele song mm-hmm. for a person in the pod, and she's so mm-hmm. deeply uncomfortable. Also, another <laughs> woman doesn't believe in evolution. <laughs> and just like, no. says it. Like, she's staunch she in her life that, that evolution's life. not real. Oh my god. I don't understand how that happens. Hilarious. <laughs> Has bitch never seen a dinosaur bone? I'm confused. Oh, I don't know. It's so embarrassing. I won't say anything else until I don't want to get canceled in the Christian community. <laughs> Gotta protect that rep. <laughs> Some of our main listeners. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Anders. Yeah. For your 10th episode. Oh, my wow. God. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for letting me do promo for my movie and performing a bit of a song. Your movie. <laughs> They make marry me too, and you get to do a cameo. Literally, get me and marry me too. I'll be any character. <laughs> okay, look. producers listening to our podcast. I'll be one of the children that compete in the mathalon because, of course, there's a math competition involved with children. Absolutely. Um, in Peoria, Illinois. Do I get to cut you off about marry me now? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liv. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.